0: Welcome to another episode of the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. I am your show host, Britt Dowd, but who really cares about that today? Because I am joined by some good buddies. Um, My best friend, my brother from a Brazilian mother, Tiago de Oliveira, Guilherme is in the building. How are you doing, T? Very good. Thank Nope, sorry. There you go. I unmuted you. How are you doing?
1: Pretty good. Thank you.
0: All right. And then I am also joined by Sam Fisher, Fisher Lawn and Landscape. He has been in business for four years on his own and 10 years in the green industry and has been mowing since, um, I mean, childbirth almost, like almost from birth, child labor. <laughs> so we'll get into that story.
2: Came out mowing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Came out mowing. How you doing? How you doing, good, Sam?
2: Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Appreciate you coming here to the uh, the Lawn Care Leaders HQ <laughs> slash home. You got to you got to meet the family and I did. see the chaos that goes on. Good family. Yep. It's one uh, it's one thing to listen to an episode and you're like, oh, this this sounds professional, but then when you see like what's actually going on in the background,
2: <laughs> I like it. I yep. like it. It's laid back. Yep.
0: Yep. That's what we try to make it. So, tell me, man. Introduce yourself to our audience. Tell us. Don't go right into, oh, I've got this many clients. This is what we do. Tell me, like, do you have a wife? Do you have kids? Tell us the, uh, give us the little personal backstory.
2: Uh, Well, my name is Sam Fisher. I own Fisher Lawn and Landscape. I got married three weeks ago. uh, It'll be three weeks Saturday. Hmm. And then uh, the first
0: first three months are the hardest, but I'm (laughs) proud of you.
2: No kids yet. Um, just living together, running my own company, and yep. that's about it. Yep.
0: But you did say you're working on having kids, training um, every week. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we can
2: say that. You can say that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> your wife's watching, bud. Yeah. Okay. So off air, you got to tell us this story, how your wife and you met.
2: Um. Yeah. So there's a bar close to my house that uh I was kind of. Frequented quite often. She was a waitress and uh, thought she was a cute girl and uh, left my number. Um, first time, it didn't really work and tried it again and <laughs>
1: uh it, it, How, how'd you leave it probably number?
2: left it on a napkin, uh, or something. napkin. yeah it's nice and
0: uh probably went to some guy and he was like bro right, i knew sam like me <laughs>
2: <laughs> no i think i ended up ask, asking some other waitresses like if she got my number yeah and then uh, so
0: did you only like give us some more details like I know Tiago wants to know this. Like, look at this dude. This guy's a stud. He, I mean, he, 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 he can pull women like nothing. All right, you, what did you do to to write it on a napkin? Like, did you just write your number? Yeah, my did name. You, and you just so you literally just wrote Sam Fisher. Yeah, and your number. My number. Like it was a business I deal. I said
2: like text me or something, and then <laughs> didn't hear anything. Didn't hear anything. <laughs> and then she texted me. That's awesome. We went out a couple times. Um, she. Didn't really, I don't think she was that into me. Um, (laughs) I had like, I was kind of going through a phase where I had like my work truck. Then I had a small car. I called it like my fast and furious car, (laughs) but I always picked her up in that and she hated it. Uh She never told me that, but she, she was always like, now today she's like, you never, uh, I didn't even know you had a truck. I just thought you had that little car. I'm like, well, how did you think I had, like went and worked? But yeah, what was, was the like, what was the little car? It was it was like a, a little Toyota in, or something? Infinity. Uh, yeah. Like G35. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So you were
0: like Paul Rudd.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You were like, what's up, bra? <laughs> yeah. What's up? It's what was it? Paul Rudd and uh, is it no, Tyson uh, Gibson? Not Paul Rudd.
2: That's not Paul Rudd. He's from Kansas City. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well,
0: you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Is it this? Paul,
2: Paul Walker. Paul Walker.
0: Yeah. Paul Walker uh-huh. and Tyrese Gibson, I think.
2: Um, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel.
0: Yeah. I've been told that I look like Vin Diesel, <laughs> like often when I'm at the gym. <laughs>
1: You're just a little stronger.
0: Yeah, I'm a little stronger. And I don't have as many wife beaters. Yeah. yeah. Tiago, hop in here, man. What up? What's up? What's up with you today? What's up in your world?
1: Well, we're just waiting for the baby to come out. Mm. Uh, baby, do next. Um, Sunday, the twenty third, but it could come out at any day or any time. So just excited and waiting for that.
0: Kind of uh, freaks me out a lot. Like I feel like I'm as scared as Shane is because <laughs> you you do a lot around Green Again. I'm I'm worried. You're you're gonna leave. Just make sure you eventually come back. I don't care if you got a baby yeah. on your chest when you come back.
1: Yeah, it's nice. Uh, if you guys don't know Green Again, it, there's a uh, sixty days. Uh... Yeah yeah <laughs> 60 days where no, you can you, work you, with you, your child you guys you guys would be fine <laughs> you guys will be fine i don't do a lot you do a lot sam
2: you, you get get one of those backpacks yeah I'm put like it he yeah, had
1: the carrier and ride yeah. the spreader
0: <laughs> so now we were we were just chatting with sam off air about potentially helping him with some of his clients on the fertilizing and weed control side and and how we can add value to his business and help him out um He's got one client in particular that he's, the, he's happy to offload to us. So hopefully we can help him with that. But Sam, why don't we hop right into your story of, of how you got into lawn care, why you stuck with it, and just kind of tell us the beginnings and then catch us up to speed with, with where you're at now.
2: Yeah, okay. Um, so I started mowing at a young age. Um, I think that's how... That's how a lot of us start is mowing yep. and, uh, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I was out there every weekend with my dad working in the yard, planting shrubs right there with him over his shoulder, you know, like teaching me how to do stuff. Um, my dad actually has a background in landscaping as well. Um, he worked for a couple different companies, uh, when he was younger. So I learned a lot from him. Um, and then he taught me how to mow, how to use the weed eater. Um, I told Britt this already, but it's kind of a funny story. Is When I was younger, I'd mow the lawn. Dad would be out there with me. And uh, we had a neighbor, and it was an older couple, and she'd come out screaming and yelling, yelling at my dad, like, over the mower. And I wouldn't stop mowing because I was, like, in the zone. and i just keep <laughs> mowing. And she'd start yelling, be like, that's child abuse. You can't have him mowing. Like... That's child labor and, like, get all mad. And my dad would be like, ladies, it's fine. Like, he enjoys it.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious. I put the mic a little bit closer. Oh, uh, yeah. So. Neighbors freaking out. uh uh-huh. your 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 dad's like, he loves it. <laughs> yeah. He
2: loves it. Yeah. So the neighbors would see me out mowing and then, you know. That's got to be, was. like. Only in Prairie Village.
0: Yeah, they should start like memes. <laughs> Only in Prairie Village, Kansas. Yeah, there the, does be. the crazy Karen come out? There should be. As your neighbor, what gets me is like when people do that, but but then when it's your neighbor, yeah. Like now you got to see that person. Yeah. When you come home from groceries, yeah. or like whatever, like you're flipping burgers and you're like, Yeah, hey, hey Karen, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Sam's not-, <laughs> not
2: mowing today. Look at him; he's having a good time over here. Like it's just awkward. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah that is awkward. <laughs> but then it turned into, you know, I'd go up the street and mow the old lady's lawn. Yeah, I just pushed the mower up there, and you know, she paid me. I think it was like twenty bucks or something. Yep. And then got the guy across the street, and then got the next mm-hmm. one, and then uh, when I turned uh, 15, bought my first truck. Mom and dad helped me out, like, helped me buy it. Um, I couldn't drive yet, so we parked it at my grandma's house and then bought my first little trailer. Come Um, on,
0: bro. Tell me your grandma drove you around from lawn to lawn. (laughs) No. Come on. That would be a good story, though. (laughs) Oh, that would be an amazing story. (laughs) That
2: that would be. um, No, she didn't. And then in high school, um, I kept growing it. A lot of my parents' friends, like, trust me to take care of their yard and yeah, that's uh that's awesome um then i hired one of my buddies in high school uh in the summer he'd help me we had about 25 yards i think in nice. high school so
1: you're 15 you already hiring people yeah that's awesome Yep, yeah. that's and crazy then, uh,
2: yeah. but we had a good time you know you're young and yeah. goofing around you know it's hot you feel rich man yeah, yeah. Oh, 25 yeah, lawns like paying cash We did, I remember we did a mulch job one time and the guy paid us in cash and we thought we were like just (laughs) on top of the world. We would, we quit like early that day, went to lunch. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. you're like, dude, let's, (laughs) let's turn some bumping music on and go to Sonic. Yeah. That's (laughs) awesome. Let's
0: chase some girls. Yep. That is so cool. Yeah. I remember, I remember those times and it was like for four years, man, I was just like, I just felt like I was honestly rich. Yeah. And and my dad was like, hey, you need, to, you need to pay taxes. Yeah. And I was like... What's that? <laughs> like, that was four years into it. I'm like, dad, I'm so far behind. It would be better for me just to start a new business. And I was like, don't you pay taxes? Like, I live in your house. Like, can't you just pay my taxes for me? Yeah. He's like, well, you're making some pretty good money now. You got to pay your own. Yeah. And I just like... I didn't really go into it any further because I was like, well, I'll just play dumb if, if I get audited. <laughs> so hopefully the IRS doesn't come back and try to backtrack yeah. me from hopefully 15 to 19 <laughs> years old and get me for like 10 grand in taxes.
2: That's funny. Hopefully oh. they're not listening.
0: All right. So started mowing with your dad, got chewed out by the neighbor. You had your headphones on. You're in the zone. Yeah. Grandma started driving you from property to property. <laughs> Hired your brother, or no?
2: Hired your buddy. Yeah, my buddy. Yeah. Um, started making some fat jack. Took off early. Now what? Uh, so now we have a hundred counts that we mow every week. Whoa, uh,
0: you you jump you jump from <laughs> from right at <laughs> <of> fifteen <laughs> well, years said, old. To, you said, "Now what?" Well, I meant like, sorry, <laughs> not not now what. More right. specific question. What next?
2: Okay, so I'll back up. After that, um, graduated high school. Uh, went to Johns County Community College. Took some classes, uh, studied plants and trees, and kind of learned more about that. Yeah. Um, I still had my company at the time. I didn't want to go off to a big school because I was making good money. Yep. Wanted to keep my company. Um,
0: and how so, was real quick? How was the Johnson County classes? Did you like
2: them? Yeah, I liked them a lot. So they get everything. Everything they do at Johnson County, they get from K State. Yeah. So is you're like getting the same thing basically for um, cheaper. Yeah. for That's cheaper. awesome. And you know, there's days where I'm like, Oh man, I got so much work to do or like it rained. We're behind. Yeah. And you know, didn't go to class cause I wanted to work and bro. Hopefully yeah. your teachers aren't <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> yeah but i mean but that's cool like
0: you're working and then you go to school for the same thing yeah we had a guy on here logan patterson that's what he said he said it was cool to like run a company yeah and then when you go and you learn like you're actually learning the craft that you're already making money for so yeah yeah, like it actually motivates you to learn
2: yeah and you can go apply (laughs) it right away yep um that's pretty cool school is never really like my thing anyways but i learned a lot yeah um got to apply it to what i do every day yeah um so after that um just started picking up more accounts i never really like did a lot of marketing it's mm-hmm. kind of been word of mouth yep. and uh a lot of neighbors you know like come out and say hey i see you do their lawn you mind doing ours and yeah um so it's been a lot of word of mouth um and then i had a Another buddy that I went to school with, he was a couple years older, he had a lawn company as well, Um, he ended up getting married, having kids, uh, just got kind of tired of it, burnt out, and said, uh, you want to buy my company? And me and him talked about it, worked out numbers and all that, Um, so I bought his company and that came with, uh, I think I bought one truck from him, a couple mowers, and then I Bought a couple of his accounts. Yeah. So um, we lost in the transition. I lost some of them, but yeah, yeah. It all it all worked out.
0: That's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a that's a good story, man. So tell us. Um, and Tiago, you can you can ask a question if you've got it. I guess my next question would be like, do you mind giving any, any details so a listener out there that is hearing that and he's like, okay, you know, I'm. I'm right where he was before he bought a company. Yeah. And he may have an opportunity to buy out his buddy. Yeah. Anything that you can give us number wise, like, did you overpay? Did you underpay? How many clients did you buy? Um, like, what, like, we we bought a company and it was pretty small. Yeah. And we did, we did a lot wrong. And, oh, uh, yeah. Maybe uh, that's what we'll do. So answer that. And then I'll let Tiago talk about like some of the things that we did wrong when, when buying out a company. But, um, I think everybody would want to hear that
2: yeah, I don't think i I don't think I overpaid um uh, I also don't think that I underpaid i mean it took me i think almost two years to pay them off, like we set up a payment plan and all that mm-hmm. uh, uh I think I bought sixty accounts from them okay, um, but like I said, I lost some of them in the transition uh
0: how many did you keep that first year?
2: I think we ended up with like 40 that we kept. Yeah. Um, And a lot of people, you know, once they found out that he got out of the business, they didn't want to stick with him or stick with me, I guess. Yeah. Or they knew somebody else or a family member or anything like that. So
0: how did you structure it? Like, were you worried whenever you started losing clients? Was his monthly payment just a flat fee? Or did you structure it to where if we lose clients?
2: No, it it was a flat fee, but I we talked about, you know, in the transition that there would be a chance that we'd lose customers. So, what he did was, like, I think we did, like, the first month, um, if there's any customers I lost, he'd just take it off the price that we came up with Okay. to buy the company. Okay. Um, we were always, like, communicating, so it was a pretty easy process.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you had two years of payments. Are you happy you did that? It.
2: Yeah, I'm happy with it. Um, there was no interest and no interest. Yeah,
0: um takes a little bit of the risk out of it. Yeah, as definitely. opposed to doing it with a bank. Definitely. If you don't mind, so 60 clients. Yeah. Do you know like how much that was producing in top line revenue, and then what were, what were those monthly payments?
2: Uh, I don't remember exactly how much it was producing. I know the payment was like uh right at a thousand every, thousand every month. Okay. Um. And then I also bought some equipment from him. Uh, he actually had two employees that moved over with me, and then they ended up not wanting to work for me. So yeah. was, everybody has that worry when you do that. Yeah. Um, and then same thing, like, I started losing some of his customers, and you kind of freak out. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, crap, this isn't, I mean, I'm supposed to be paying him, but I'm also losing his customers. Like, yep. So it was definitely
1: rough yep. at times
0: Yep. yeah i bet i bet
2: what about
1: you well what we did wrong was um not negotiating mm-hmm. britt and i were just so excited hey we buying our first c- company clients and stuff and the guy was in business for 49 years oh wow so he checked out early yeah he, <laughs> he had a lot of good clients yeah um that was a good thing we 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 still have about ninety, the ninety-five percent of the clients.
0: We bought a hundred and twenty-four. Yeah. and I think we still have, yeah, over yeah. ninety.
1: That's yeah. good. So yeah, the <coughs> clients were awesome, but the other part was like we bought some trucks that we didn't want it, some stuff that we didn't want in the deal, and we never negotiate any price or anything. He said, "Oh, this is what it is," and we was like, "Okay, this this is what we're gonna do." Mm-hmm. So I think if it was now, we'd have probably negotiate a lot more. We we're just so excited, and I think it was about two or three years ago, then like, well, 120 clients, that's, that's perfect. So I think that's what we did wrong. We just didn't look, you know, the numbers and didn't negotiate it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we did the same thing. Like we did, um, two year schedule and then he was paid off at the end of those two years. Um, we did set it up where if we lost a certain percentage of the overall clients by the end of year one, we we deducted that from his payment. Yeah. Okay. So like we set yeah. the payment up based off of his top line revenue. Mm-hmm. But then we said, well, if, if you lose this much, we're going to deduct that from the top line revenue. Mm-hmm. And now the monthly payment's going to be X. Because um, that's what I was freaked out about. So we did that right. But 100%, we, we had a crazy good purchase on yeah. the actual book of business. Yeah. Because we still have 90 clients that, have been producing income now for three years. Mm-hmm. Three years?
1: Yeah. And we pay the the truck, was about $11,000. We never used the truck, and we sold for like $4,000. Bro, <laughs> I just got, I got taken to the
0: cleaners on trucks.
1: Yeah. Oh That's another God. thing on
0: trucks. Like, I am the worst truck uh, purchaser and truck seller. It's hard. It's and we're difficult. both impatient. So yeah, we're like, yeah, we're four bad. grand? <laughs> right. Take it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'd rather have four grand now yeah. than wait.
1: But the ROI was... Pr- great because we bought the clients so it was just doing weed control and fertilizer yeah and you know all those clients we did tree shrub we did aerating seeding so the ROI was there but i think just the negotiation yeah, you know we, we were too emotional i guess on that part we were too excited yeah. do
2: you think you paid like the right amount
0: i do but i i think we paid the right amount except for the truck uh-huh. and i think today I would not have just been um, bullied into buying the truck. Yeah. yeah. Because he was like, well, if you want this business, it it. comes with all the equipment. And I would have been like, well, I want the business, but I don't want that POS truck. Yeah. And dude, he had this massive spray tank on it. Like Mm. it literally, it looked like a 500 gallon. 500 gallon. It looked like a septic (laughs) truck rolling down. Like I was getting ready to clean out somebody's poo poo. Yeah.
1: And the spray tank for 1970. And it was Five. it
0: was a key start, which was wild because the whole system was belt drive. Oh wow! There was like yeah. four belts on this thing. I mean, it it seriously looked like septic or like it was supposed to be a part of the railroad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody the wanted it. Nice
1: nicest clients ever. Yeah, I mean. Yep. Clients, yeah, it was good.
0: They're all oldies but goodies. Yeah. So that's our that's our story with that.
2: I like it. That's pretty good. To keep ninety of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were we
2: were blessed with that and it's a good experience.
0: I mean I wouldn't change anything because we I mean we learned so much from it. Yeah. You know, ne- next time we may buy 500 clients and the next time it could be 5000. Yeah. And each time you're going to do something wrong. Oh yeah. So
2: that's the one thing about this business or industry is like every day you learn something. Yeah. Like or something comes up and yeah. it's Just that you learn or you didn't know before, like, I mean, I have to remind myself every day, like, um, y- cause you get frustrated, like things break, you know, like just this week, I think every belt on every mower <laughs> went, went <Well>. out <laughs> and like, I'm lucky cause my mow guys, you know, they're, I don't really have to worry about them too much. They kind of just do their own thing. Yep. So if something like that happens, they just go back to the shop and fix it, yep. but they still tell me. Yeah. What are then, What are their names? Uh give them a shout out here. They're both named Juan, so got Juan number 1 and Juan number <laughs> <No>. two. <laughs> yeah. one, one, two. One, 1121.
1: Yep. yep. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So how do can I ask a question? Or you got to follow the this? <laughs> Bro, I'm I'm taking a drink. You can do whatever you want. I was just going to ask uh, about the mindset because you know the long career and we have good and bad days like yeah. you, you just had a, you know, yeah. the crazy week. Uh how do you keep your mindset on you know, not giving up, keep upbeat and keep going because you're being with the long care for a while. Yeah. Um. So, how how do you keep your mindset? Just keep going.
2: Uh, that's a good question. Um, you have to, like, I constantly remind myself, and my dad helps me out a lot too because we talk a lot, and he's kind of my been my best friend. Um, yep. but. always says like you got to have faith you know like you got to keep faith and make sure that's important in your life and um look how far you've come like look what you have and you know some days you get frustrated and you're like man why am I doing this like should I be doing something else or should I be working for another guy and not have all these headaches yeah um I have to you have to like literally stop what you're doing and say look how far I've come like look at what I've built, look at how I'm taking care of these customers and, you know, like they give you positive feedback, like that's what you want to hear, so like that's what helps me day to day, like, you know, you go to somebody's house and, or they send you a text and say, oh, my my yard looks so good, like thank you, like that's the stuff you have to keep in your head and try to remove the bad and that's what. Gets you to get up in the, the next morning. Perfect. So you lean, you lean
1: towards to your faith, Jesus first, yes. and then towards the positive stuff. Yeah. Because I was still, pretty, like, I think it's so tough for the owner because he doesn't have a, a boss. Yeah. Right? So you're the owner. The team leader, the managers, the, he can't always go to somebody else in, in the company. Hey, yeah. I'm not having a good day. Try, you know? Yeah. But you're the owner. And who, who do you go to? Yeah. You know, that's yeah. That's pretty good.
2: Yeah. And, like, I see... Like, I've seen you guys, like, you have customers send in, like, emails or texts for yep. feedback. Yep. Like, I think that's really cool because you can share that with your employees, Yep. and that makes them feel better. Yep. Like, you know, it makes them feel better about themselves and the work that they're doing. So, like, you guys share that with them, and then they go out, and it, they feel good about themselves and what they're doing. Yep. So, they still do a good job. Yep. Yeah, we started
0: doing that just this year, yeah. but it's re- it's been really nice. Katie, our admin, does a really good job of anytime somebody says something over the phone or emails a compliment in, she puts it on a sheet. Yeah,
2: I think that's really cool. We read
0: those off Monday morning. Um, but I was the admin last week, yeah. <laughs> and I only got one compliment. Yeah. So um, either she's making them up, yeah. or it is verified. I'm a horrible admin. Everybody's like, I ain't gonna say anything good to, to yeah, this dude. We didn't dude. have one
1: compliment
2: this month.
0: <laughs> it was man, I was so overwhelmed. I kind of like didn't want to say my name anymore. It was just kind of like, yeah. thank you for calling Green again Law. This is, this <laughs> is Katie. This is Katie. <laughs> oh man, <clears throat> that's awesome. I, I love your story, and it seems like you've like you've grown pretty steady. Yeah. You've had, you've had a couple big things where you had to make the next jump. We didn't really touch on like you separating from the other guy much, but, um,
2: yeah. So I went to work for another guy, yeah. um, like had my own lawn company, high school, college, went to work for another guy. He basically said like, come run my crews, um, and like bring your accounts. We'll take care of them. We'll keep mowing their yards. I'll give you money for those accounts. Um, You'll have a truck to drive home, you know, every night. Um, And looking back, it was like a handshake deal. Mm. Never really put anything in writing. which was a mistake. Um, And it ended up not working out. Uh, One of those deals where you drive into work every morning and you're like, oh man, I don't, I'm miserable. I don't want to be here. Um, So, I think it was a Monday morning. We always had Monday morning meetings, and uh, I called him in his office. And I was like, "Can I talk to you?" And I just quit on the spot. I didn't even give him two weeks, and I said, "I'm taking all my customers with me." And fortunately, they all came back to me, so it turned out to be a good thing. But that's cool. Yeah,
0: that's cool. And how did the how did the relationship go yeah. after that?
2: It He was mad, but it's fine. We still see each other every now and then because, you know, you're in the same industry, so yep. we still say hi and talk. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. Cool. Cool. What else you got, Big T? What are you thinking oh. about over there?
1: That's Just listen. Yep. I think it's a pretty good story. So.
0: Yep. Listening and learning. Yep. Um, let's switch gears now. I want to know that, that Prairie Village story of the neighbor intrigued me. Yeah. So being in that part of Kansas City, what is hit us with something funny that like a client has done or like it could be anything. It could be like you you messed up a client's lawn and you had to handle it a certain way or uh, like have you ever had to pee so bad and you were in like a heat, like a bougie area of Prey Village and you definitely you went that. under a deck.
2: Yeah. yeah, there's definitely been that or finding some heavy shrubs and went behind there. Uh, (laughs) Well, tell us, uh, tell
0: us, tell us the 32nd version of that
2: story. Every, everybody wants to hear that one. uh, I don't have a story about that one, but you (laughs) pissed behind some shrubs. Like that is a story. (laughs) Nobody. (laughs) Yeah. Luckily nobody saw me. Uh, My
0: my dad was a painter. I don't think I've told you this. He had to poo poo so bad. (laughs) And like with painting and my dad, like he's, my dad's like a freight train. like, it takes him a while to get going in a certain direction, but once he's going, he's full steam ahead. And like he doesn't, he doesn't eat lunch, he doesn't eat dinner, he doesn't eat the second dinner. He just goes uh. until it's like done. And I'm like, what in the world? Like I'm like, Dad, are we gonna eat lunch? He's like, see if your mom can bring some. When I when I was working with him in the winter, and uh, so anyways, he just went all the way up until literally he was getting ready to poo poo his pants. And so he took his paint bucket that had just water in it and uh, took it behind an AC unit there. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure it was like right off 119th Street in Olathe, put it behind the AC unit, set like. Dropped his drawers and sat down like he was cleaning off a, a paintbrush. <laughs> <laughs> just went right. I there. hope you listen to this one. Oh, I'm gonna send <laughs> it to him. We're 29 minutes in. Yeah. I'm gonna be like, Dad, hey, I gave you a shout out 29 minutes yeah, into this episode.
1: Pretty good shout out.
2: <laughs> I don't have one of those. I remember uh, you're lying, Sam. You just you well, just no. sat there and said you pissed behind some shrubs. Well, yeah, that's different than oh, yeah, you a were in a y- bucket, you were fertilizing <laughs> them. Yeah, fertilizing. I remember. So I had, like, a phobia going number Ms. two. Miss Jones, that's urine burn. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, that's urine burn. <laughs> it's from your dog. From your dog. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, no, in high school, like, I had a phobia. Like, I couldn't go number two at school. Yeah, that's how my brother so was. So literally, like, we, I rode the bus and did all that. But my, my neighbor friend, uh, we'd hang out, like, every day after school. So we'd get let off the bus, and I would just dead sprint. My house, I, I'd be I'd be holding it all day, and he'd be like, "We're gonna hang out." I'm like, give me ten, minutes. give me ten. Minutes. <laughs> it, oh man, but we have a
1: guy. uh He every morning he comes in the shop. Everything he does, he goes to the restaurant. I think he has that. Like, he can't go out of his house. Trent, doggy. The, the only the only place he goes yeah. in the shop,
0: unless he like. <laughs> chugs his coffee on the way out the yeah, door and then he's just pinching it all the way to say the a shop good
1: morning or anything; just straight, <laughs> straight to, to the back
0: bro <laughs> it was so funny and what was funny like there for a few weeks he didn't have a belt uh-huh. and so like whenever he had to go poo-poo he was untying shoestrings <laughs> so like instead of just like unbuckling it real quick and, and dropping the drawers like he's untying the shoestrings <laughs> Oh, man. That's gets some, it in a knot. Can't some get some it undone. Reference. No, but I can I can relate with your, your high school or junior high story because that's how Rustin was. Oh, really? And my brother, I mean, he was a freak athlete in junior high and high school for basketball, and he never pooped at yeah. school. I don't know what Something it was. Like, who so knows was... what his practices would have
2: been like if he was cleansed? Yeah. <laughs> like, he would have. Like, my wife makes fun of me because I tell her that, and she's like, what? I don't get it. I'm like, I just. It was a thing like I didn't feel comfortable going there. Like my mom, like there's some days where I'd text my mom, be yeah. like, "Can you check me out?" Like so yeah. I can go home, and she'd be like, well, "Promise me you'll go back." I'm like, "I promise, I'll go." Back. I'll promise I'll go, <laughs> mom. That's the
0: only thing I can promise. Yeah. Now when and where? Who who knows? Who knows that? Uh. All right. Sam's like, okay, let's hop off let's of this. this. He, he, he's going to be like, this is the... I don't know how
2: we got on this. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, we, we, we went down there. You said you peed behind some uh, bushes. I'm, I'm still going back to that. Um, well, cool, man. Tell me, give me something. Give me the single thing in the past year that you have changed in your business that has made a huge impact
2: this year. Um, Yeah, so... The, one of the biggest things was actually the beginning of this year, we had a really big landscape job that we did for a customer that I've had for a long time. And uh, they bought a new house, completely remodeled it, um, and tore everything up. So we did a complete, uh, landscape install, irrigation install, landscape lighting. Um, I typed up the contract, had everything in writing, um, And then as we were doing the job, there was stuff that he would come out and say, oh, I want to do this, or I want to add this, or, um, what do you think about, like, uh, building the retaining wall here? I'm like, yeah, sure. Instead of taking the time, um, and, like, I would just say yes. Like, yes, we can do that. Yes, we can do that. You know, it's going to be more money, but, yeah, we can do it. Um instead of taking the time and going back to my office and typing up a change order, I just say, yes, but it's going to be more money or it's going to cost this much. And that's the one thing that I've learned this year It's because when that job was done and it came down to the final invoice, he beat me up over it. Like, yeah, like not, I think I lost like a lot of, it was a lot of money to me, but like eight grand and it was, uh, that's like the one biggest thing I've learned is like you got to type up those change orders and have mm-hmm. them have them sign off on it. Yeah. Because if you don't, then that's you're not going to get it. Yeah. And that's what happened. So Man. I learned I learned that the hard way, but yeah, I haven't done it since.
0: And so so he was just coming out and saying, "Hey, can you do this?" Yeah. And you're like, "Yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. We'll, we'll take care of it." Yeah. And then in his mind, he's thinking, "Oh, they're just going to do it." Yeah. You know, it's, it,
2: but I would tell him, you know, since I thought I was okay. Cause I was like, you know, it's going to mm-hmm. cost this much. Yep. And then turns out yep. he wouldn't pay for it. Yeah. Hmm. So
0: have you, uh, have you heard of Keith Kalfas? I have. Yes. So he is on, uh, Brian Fullerton's podcast. some um, he was just on the green industry podcast and he did a speech, um, for Brian at, at his Academy that he puts on and it, talks exactly about that his whole his story with it is know your worth Mm -hmm. and he said he had this really really rich guy that always had work for him like he he knew okay this guy's gonna be constant work he's gonna keep me busy excuse me but same thing would happen he would say hey i need you to do this how much and he would kind of strong arm him into it like as they're doing the work he'd come out and be like i need you to do that how much what's the price and instead of being patient and saying like, "Well, let me work up a quote and I'll get it to you," or "Yeah, yeah we'll definitely do that. I will tack it onto the bill." Yeah, he he just like he, he his whole phrase was, "Know your worth. You mm-hmm. have to know your worth. Otherwise, you're always going to get bullied and pushed around." And uh, you, you go go listen to it because it's really good. It, yeah. He had he has the exact. We all have that moment in time where it's like, "No, I'm gonna I'm gonna draw a line in the sand right here." And I'm gonna hold my ground. I'm not gonna lose any more money uh, because i'm not I'm not here just to put in work. you know yeah. I'm here to actually make money and provide for my family so
2: and that's the thing is like this customer I've been taking care of them for you know years, and you think you're okay, and then you know it comes down to the end and, and you're not okay, <laughs> yep so, yep, no, so I, it doesn't matter who it is, yep, but, and that's the biggest lesson I've learned this year,
0: yep. And it's, <clears throat> it starts off as a good, like a good feeling. Like you feel like you're adding value. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. helping, I'm helping this client. I'm taking care of this client. But I think, and, and one, one insight that I think Tiago and I learn every single year is like, that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You're You're going to, something's going to happen next year and it may not be at that level, but you're going to realize like, I should have done this. Yeah. And so what we always try to do, like we make mistakes every year, a million mistakes because we're doing a million different things, but we always try to develop another system, put another layer of a process in place. You know, that's why, that's why these corporate companies that are giants have all these processes because it's like something pops up. How do we handle it? Mm-hmm. And you did a good job. You were like, I just lost my shirt on this job. Yeah. What do I need to do different? Okay. I'm going to implement change orders into my business. Now, as you bring guys on board, the way you scale is you're you're training them, and then they say, "Hey, bro bro wants us to add some rock just yeah. down it's not much. he just wants us to throw it in there. You're gonna be like, "We'll do it. Here's the change order, yeah, have him sign it, and then we'll then we'll add it to the docket mm-hmm. so that's really cool,
2: yeah, you gotta protect yourself. <clears throat> I learned the hard way, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Well, that was kind of my next question was like, what's the single mistake that you've made that you've learned from? Mm -hmm. Is there, is there any other ones that you could, any other pitfalls like that?
2: Um, That's honestly like, that's the biggest one. That's the biggest one. Yeah. Good. Um, I mean, kind of like to go off of that, like uh, just like maintaining mowers and equipment and stuff like you just like beat your, you know, something breaks, truck breaks down, like, you get so frustrated, but then you have to tell yourself, like, that's the business you're in. Like, yep. it, this stuff happens. Like, yep. it's okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But, that's good.
0: Well, that's good.
1: Uh, it just seems to me, like, Sam, it's you're really nice guy, you work hard, and you always giving the best to your clients. Um, and then sometimes people take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when uh, they see that and they look as a lawn care it's well just a lone care you're just one more guy yeah but i'm learning and Britt's learning and as more as i see we're we're not just a lawn care yeah you know we we feed our families you know we got mm-hmm. somebody to take care of. and as you grow you're taking care of a lot of families so it's a lot more than just a lawn care so we're learning when we have to put a bid out there or a quote or do something we take a lot more pride and value on just oh, I'm just doing just one more landscape or this or that and, but the people they don't view it they as don't that. look at so, it like that yeah. yeah. So we just have to you know, to be proud of what we do and yeah, you make it look worth it. So. Mm-hmm.
0: That's cool. Would you mind sharing? We've had quite a few people. Um, I'm sure you've heard on the podcast Zach, intentional growth advisor stuff. And recently we've both gotten a lot of questions around pricing. Yeah. Um, we went over a little bit about like how to price individual services. Um, but I'm, I'm curious when you've taken on some of these new jobs or the landscaping jobs, how do you price? Do you look at other companies? Do you, I mean, what, what reference did you use in the beginning that, that could help some people?
2: Um, yeah. I've looked at different companies and how they do their pricing. Uh, I was, Obviously, I have friends in the business and we talk to each other and, uh, you know, like share our prices. Like, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Um, so we kind of go off each other. Um, for mowing, like I kind of do it differently than most people. Um, most people go off the square footage of like the lawn, kind of like you guys do. I look at it more like, um, like I've mowing. Yards long enough that I can look at a yard and know how long it's going to take me to mow, trim, blow all the surfaces. So when I go look at a new yard, I think about my guys, how long it's going to take them, how much I'm paying them, an hour. Um, and then that's how I come up with the mow price. Yep. Um, Landscaping is a little different. I mean, it depends if it's a complete new install or just um, planting a couple shrubs. Mm-hmm. Like, um, obviously, we mark up the plants a little bit and then charge for the labor and uh, stuff like that. Yep. Um, but, yeah, just talking to other guys and seeing where they're at with their pricing and yep. kind of just n- knowing that I'm still being competitive with yep. other businesses.
0: Yep. So, on the mowing, I mean, it sounds like you break it down per man hour still. Yeah. You know what it's going to take from an hourly standpoint. Yep how many guys you're going to have there, what, uh, what you need to build per man, man hour. On, on the landscaping side, do you have, I mean, you just have a, a spreadsheet with set prices for one yard of mulch, 10 yep. yards of
2: mulch. Yeah, we do. Like uh, mulching is like one yard. It's a hundred bucks installed. Mm-hmm. And then uh, if it's more than 10 yards, then we can drop that price down a little bit because they're buying so much. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's how I do, like, mulch, topsoil. Um, rock's different because it's more expensive.
0: Yeah. What do you – do you know your profit margins offhand on mulch? Um, It's about 25,
2: I think. 25% yeah, yeah. on mulch. Yeah. yeah that's good.
1: That's so, you do say topsoil on the lawn? Do. You-
2: like, yeah, or, like, if we're doing a landscape job and needs topsoil. Like, okay. I just go off of how many yards we get, like, the mulch. Same thing.
1: mm Cause we do get a lot of requests on top soil on the lawn. Yeah. Cuz we do uh, suggest um doing that before eating seeding. Yeah.
2: I've heard of that. I've heard or I've had customers ask me the same thing, but I don't know if you guys do you, can you put that in your spreaders or no?
0: Not really, and it'll kind of kind of mess them up. Yeah. They have um I'm drawing a blank. What's it called? The the uh top dressing. Okay. They have like a top dressing like broadcast f- spreader. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it just it just does a little better job of throwing mm-hmm. heavier, Maybe. yeah, bulky junk out. Um cool man. Cool. Yeah. Well, you got anything else, T, that you want to discuss or ask Sam? It's been I, it, fun.
1: It's always nice because when I listen to podcasts, it's, um listen you know, all the stores and stuff. Yeah. It's always nice to know um you know what what do you what that home uh not homeowner what the owner goes and what is he thinking for you know his company and for his teammates and you know the next three to five years and it's always nice to know that so that that's my last question if if you don't have any no
0: Uh, go go for it I, i got more questions but like, well, i the, just
1: like to take know over. like what what are your goals like what I are f- you planning for the future and stuff and
2: uh so for future um i i've been wanting to kind of like remove myself from the day-to-day which i have a guy right now that's working for me that's kind of like kind of filling uh what i've been doing day-to-day um I still like coming to the shop every morning, like, yeah. so my guys see my face and know that I'm there, like, I think that's important. Yeah. Uh, they don't think that, like, you're at home sleeping. Yeah, uh, <laughs> But I make sure I'm there every morning at 7 a.m. and, you know, go over the Mo list with them. And yeah. If there's anything extra we need to do at somebody's house, I tell them that. And uh, Yeah, but I've been kind of wanting to, like, just remove myself from, like, the labor aspect and do more sales and yeah. going to meet with customers and kind of doing better customer service. Like what can we do to help you? Like what can we do to make your property look better? Cause right now I'm just like too caught up in the day to day or like I need to go get mulch. I need to go get plants. Like yeah. I need to find somebody that can do that stuff for me so I can focus on growing my business and, picking up new customers and um, stuff like that.
1: Very good.
0: What would you What would you say is holding, what's the single thing holding you back from um, taking that jump?
2: Finding good help. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think a lot of people in this industry, like they don't think about, or people outside of this industry, like they don't think about like the headaches we have to go through. I mean, it sounds silly, but it's hard to find somebody just with a driver's license. I mean, like for me at least, I mean that's hard. Uh, yeah. And somebody that's reliable that you can count on. I mean, yep. I had to uh, get rid of one guy this year because I think it was like he didn't show up for like three Mondays in a row. I'm like, dude, yep. come on! Like yep. it's like I know it's Monday morning, but I'm here. This guy's here. Yeah. Like what's so bad that you can't show up on yep. Monday? Yeah. Um.
0: So third Monday, you were just like, sayonara?
2: Yeah. See you
1: later. See you, yep.
2: Yeah. Very I can't good. can't afford that. You know, you try to schedule stuff, and then you show up, and he's not there. And it mess, yep. messes your whole day up.
0: Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah, that's cool. Well, thanks for sharing.
0: Yeah. That's a good story, man. I, I appreciate you being on the show. And I, I want to circle all the way back to the beginning, because I think it'll be kind of a good perspective for our listeners, um, just as you entered the business. Um one, one side note that I was thinking about during during that is, you know, a lot of people complain that the guy up the street can do it cheaper yeah. or the high school kid can do it cheaper. Or this guy's not professional and he's undercutting my prices. But I, I just think it's funny because more often than not, that's how every one of us gets into the industry. Uh-huh. It's like, it, it's, it's a two-sided coin. Like, I understand that, you know, a kid may... Enter into the business and undercut your prices and not do as good of a job. Yeah. But the flip side of that coin is that's exactly how most of us got here. Yeah. So it's it's just kind of fun to to hear that, and um, we do all have that that common interest in in lawn care in the beginning. Yeah. And then that seems to be our our foot in the door. So that was a lot of fun, man. And any anything, any last comment you want to share with our audience no. as we wrap up here? I don't think so. Well, cool, man. Thanks well,
2: for having me yeah yeah
0: thanks for being on the show tiago thanks for for helping me out and chatting as we go through this Um, guys thank you for listening Um, if you don't mind sharing the episode subscribe if you're on apple podcast hit follow on spotify Um, you can find us pretty much anywhere podcasts are heard Um, leaving a review and subscribing that just helps us reach more people like you and Hopefully, you guys, if if you did get some value out of this and enjoyed Sam's story, uh, make sure you share it. Um, We can chat about it on Instagram or on Facebook. Just search search Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. So thank you. uh, Thank you, guys. Sam, thank you for your time. Thank you. Thiago, thank you. And we will be back with you soon, guys. Keep at it.